Welcome into BDP. I'm your host, Money Matt. I got my co-host, Parlay Paul, and we're going to guide you through NFL Week 12 action. We're going to start it off with our safer bets, which are our best bets. We're going to give you guys a nice, risky, long shot of the week. We're going to give you guys Parlay Paul's favorite segment, which is the Parlays of the Week. And we're going to wrap it up with some bad beats from Week 11. So let's get started. Welcome into BDP's Best Bets. We got all of your Week 12 action, a little Thanksgiving action as well. Uh, We got some Thursday games we're going to cover. This episode is actually being recorded on Wednesday, so a little bit of a different switch up for me and Parlay Paul. But uh, we're still going to give you guys our best bets this week and hopefully make a little extra money on top of that extra food you're going to get this week. How do you feel about that, Parlay Paul? How I feel about that? I mean, I love Thanksgiving. I mean, you just—I mean, you just described it perfectly. I mean, extra food, extra parlays. I, I'm ready to go. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, um, best bets. We're going to start it off with. I'll start first this week. Uh, not a great week for me last week, but we're going to move on from that. We're going to go straight into Week 12 action, and my first best bet. I'm loving the Cardinals minus two and a half versus the Patriots. Cardinals coming off of a bad loss against, well, not really a bad loss, but coming off of a weird performance against the Seahawks. Did not look great against them. It looks like uh, Kyler Murray has is going to be able to recover from that AC joint sprain, so he'll be looking good and ready to go in this Patriots game, especially after a long break after playing on that Thursday night game. The Patriots did not look good in their last game. And uh, I really like the Cardinals this one. Minus two and a half. I'm betting it down. It's three and a half on the normal spread. So buying a point. But I really like the Cardinals in this game. And I really can see them uh, easily taking this by probably more than two and a half. But safely at two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I've been liking the Cardinals all year. And, uh, you know, I also I also really liked um, uh, the Patriots. Sorry, I like the Ravens when they uh, played the Patriots uh, in New England. And uh, we all know how that one went. So I, I, I never know how to feel about spreads that just seem too obvious here. And it looks like the Cardinals spread seems a little too obvious just because you think they're just so much, so much of a better team at this point of the season. So, um, yeah, I mean, they should win. Not, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I like the pick. They definitely should win. But with what the Patriots did at home against the Ravens a couple weeks ago, I, I don't know. It kind of scares me. Yeah, it is a little bit of a weird one. Like you said, it's one of those good – too good to be true type of situations. The Patriots lost to the Texans last week, um, one of the worst teams in the league, and they probably aren't going to be able to make the playoffs. I don't see them winning out and uh, making a run, especially in their division with the Miami Dolphins heating up and the Buffalo Bills having a great season. So I can see this as another one of those letdown games for the Patriots, and uh, I can really see the Cardinals coming away with a a two-and-a-half-point victory here. Parlay Paul, what do you got for your first best bet this week? Well, uh, speaking of the Texans, I mean, you just perfectly rolled me straight into my best bet here um, with a Thanksgiving bet. I like Texans minus two and a half over the lines. Money Matt, you said it perfectly a few weeks ago when I chose the Texans as my upset game. And you said, and I quote, I had to go back to the podcast, but I quote, you said the Texans are the best bad team in football this season. And I mean, I will stand by that. (laughs) You know what? They are. They really are. I mean, it is so true. 
Um, I, you know, they did get rid of Hopkins, which will forever baffle me. But this team still, in my opinion, does not look like a football team that should be three and seven. I'm not saying they're the Chiefs, but they're certainly not an NFC East caliber team either. So, I mean, this game, this game, just looking at it, it's not going to be a running kind of football game. Both running, um, both, both, both running backs, um, just all the running game in this game, it's non-existent. The running game is disgusting on both sides here. You got the Texans who uh, have a decent running back in Sean Watson, and then you got Duke Johnson who uh, who got took over by da- who took over David Johnson um, as the lead back. Hasn't really done anything exciting. The Lions don't even rush 100 yards per game. Swift, Swift is questionable. Is concussion protocol yeah. still. So. so 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 we don't even know what's going on with him. So I mean, look to see passing just go crazy in this game. Watson is on absolute fire right now. I mean, this guy is tearing it up. He's worth every dollar, at least from what I can see in his last five games. He's thrown 11 touchdowns in his last five games. He has not thrown one interception. He is coming off an absolute monster of a game, shredding up New England for 345 yards. Um, I think this is going to be a Thanksgiving feast for Watson as he just tears up the lines here. Um, and, you know, he's going to be going up against Stafford, who, again, is questionable. And But even even if he plays, he's not on the same level as Watson right now or really ever. He has Galladay, who's questionable, who is likely to miss another game. Hawkinson's questionable. Marvin Hall's questionable. Danny Amendola's questionable. Swift, like we just talked about, is questionable. I mean, even, even you know, you put all these guys together even on the field, I, I still don't see them winning this game. I could seriously see the Lions losing every single game. I, I was looking at their schedule. I could see them losing out the rest of the way here. I think you're going to look at this team. You're going to go with the better of the crap teams here. The Lions have lost their last three Thanksgiving games. They just got shut out 20 to zero by the Panthers. Watson has never lost a game in his career on short rest. He's seven and zero in that span. Texans are three and two after firing Bill O'Brien. Make it four and two after this one. Watson stays hot. Parley Paul stays hot. Keep it going. I like to pick a lot. Uh, Deshaun Watson isn't getting enough credit this season. If it wasn't for his team being so bad, I think we he actually would be the MVP conversation, especially with the weapons he has. I mean, he does not have a number one wide receiver. It's clear to see that whenever DeAndre Hopkins left, that offense left with it, besides Deshaun Watson. I mean, he's literally carrying this team in every form and fashion. I do like to pick a lot. The Lions have looked awful. Uh, they were my long shot last week, and there was a long shot for them to even <laughs> get close in that game. Imagine this game with Deshaun Watson on the other side. I really like that pick a lot, and I could see the Texans taking this easily by a touchdown, if not more. And it'll be a great way to start our Thanksgiving day. Uh, our next best bet and my final one, there's a lot of good matchups here and a lot of spreads I really liked. One of those too good to be true weeks, which kind of scares you a little bit, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs minus two and a half versus the Buccaneers. Chiefs coming off a great game versus the Raiders. You know Patrick Mahomes at the end of that game. Everybody was watching that game, and it's crazy to know that he had a minute and a half left and everyone knew he was going to win that game. Everyone knew that he was going to yeah. go down, at least tie it, and most likely win the game with a touchdown. And I think this is going to be an easy one for them with the Buccaneers. Tom Brady has not looked like Tom Brady the last few weeks. Uh, that Buccaneers defense has been bend but don't break, but that offense hasn't been able to help them out. Tom Brady, they couldn't get anything going in the run last week against the Rams, which really slowed down their offense. If that running game can't get going, 
then that offense doesn't get going because Tom Brady this season has done amazing when they have the run game going and Rojo and Leonard Fournette are having a great game. But when they're not having good games, he puts all the pressure on Tom and he hasn't been able to live up to that this season. Not saying ever, but this season it's looked like he needs that run game and it's not always been there. I love the Chiefs in this game and I honestly can't see them not winning this one after a great performance last week. I know those words may come back to haunt me. Like last week with the Miami Dolphins. But the Chiefs this week, I'm loving it two and a half, and I think it's a great bet. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all over it. I mean, just like you said, the, uh, Tom Brady has not looked like Tom Brady over the last few weeks. And um, this should be a fun game. This should be a really high-scoring, fast-paced game. you got two great offenses going against each other. And, and you know, if the Bucks could get it together, I, I yeah, I think, you, you know, we could see a score in the 50s or, you know, 60s. And, um and yeah, I really see, especially with how the Chiefs came off the field in that last game. You gotta, you know, you gotta think there's some like momentum carrying them into this one. Um, you know, that was a good win. They almost got upset by the Raiders, who will be my best bet, uh, my second best bet of the week. I like Raiders minus two and a half over the Falcons. Um, and uh, you know, it, as much as I really want to like the Falcons, sometimes Money Matt, they just never seem like a fundamentally sound football team, like ever. They just they never seem to like have it all together no. at the same time. Uh, this team just knows how to blow games when they actually do have a chance, which really isn't all that often. Um, sure, they could put points up on the board and they could pass the ball all over the field as Matt Ryan has done this year. But you know what they can't do? They cannot run the ball and slow down the game. I mean, they cannot play defense because their D literally never gets a chance to rest. Meanwhile, you got a Raiders team who they're on a freaking mission right now. I mean, this team just almost upset the defending champs again on Monday. I mean, they were literally a minute and a half away. They were going toe to toe with them the whole game, making Patrick Mahomes win the game the last couple minutes. John Gruden and the Raiders are playing with a ton of confidence right now, and they're upsetting some pretty good teams in the NFL, like the Chiefs, the Saints, the Browns, I mean, the Chargers. I mean, this team is turning into one of my favorite teams in 2020. There's not many bright you know, spots in 2020, but I think the Raiders are one of them. You know, They're 4-1 on the road this year. Josh Jacobs playing great football right now. Derek Carr isn't throwing 300 yards a game like Matt Ryan, but he's more accurate for sure. He's throwing more touchdowns. He's only thrown three interceptions to Matt Ryan's, like, what, seven or eight, however many he's thrown. I mean, Matt Ryan's been dealing with injured receivers every time I look at that Falcons roster. It's a mess. I mean, Julio Jones, another game-time decision. He has Ridley back, which is a plus. But this team is just not overall as sound as the Raiders, in my opinion. And the Raiders are just way more consistent when it comes to controlling the tempo of games. And, you know, this team's looking for their seventh win of the season. And I think they're going to be, you know, I think they're going to the hand, I think they're going to hand the Falcons their eighth loss um, on Sunday. These are just two different caliber teams at this point of the season. And, you know, the you know, Falcons couldn't grab a touchdown against the Saints with no Drew Brees. This is a team that is not ready to upset the Raiders. You know, I love minus two and a half. And I actually really like the over in this game. I think it's at 55 and a half right now. I really, really think it's going to be a high scoring game. But my favorite bet will be Raiders minus two and a half. Yeah, the Raiders have been a great team. I mean, taking the Chiefs down to the wire, the Super Bowl favorites this year in Super Bowl, obviously defending champions from last year. I think the Raiders are easily going to take this one. Uh, Falcons just, you know, they're one of those weird teams where, like you said, 
if they could get it all together, they could have a great team. They have the pieces. They have Matt Ryan. They have Todd Gurley. They have Julio Jones. If they could just all come together, it seems like they have all the pieces on paper to be a great team. But that hasn't happened this season. And they're 3-7, and seven, probably going to be 3-8 and eight after this week. And uh, the Raiders are obviously coming in looking really good after a great, I mean, as much of you, as you hate to say a great loss, it was a great loss last week against oh, yeah. the Chiefs. Absolutely. So I think the Raiders are definitely going to be a force and uh, excited to see how that one is going to play out for the rest of the season for them. Well, we're going to move on to our next segment, and uh, hopefully you guys can make a little more money with these types of bets as well. And it's Long Shot of the Week. Long Shots of the Week. For Week 12, uh, Week 11, my long shot was not even close to hitting. I had the Lions last week. Parley Paul, what did you have last week, and uh, what do you have this week coming up for us? So last week was very very happy with my uh, with my long shot. I had the Rams, who I was really excited about over the Bucks. It was a great way to wrap up my week eleven. The Rams won the game. They upset the Bucks, and I did say, and I quote, "This is two quotes now for this podcast." But you know what? I have to do it. I did say last week. I think Aaron Don- Aaron Donald and the Rams, D, will force Brady to throw his eighth and ninth interception of the year. And, yes, it happened. Parley Paul's a genius. Thank you very much. I honestly was um, impressed. I should have taken the prop on that one. I don't know if that even exists, <laughs> but I should have found a sports book that would have given me that one because that was a great call right there. Yeah, the Parley Paul props will be up soon, we promise. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was super excited. I, I, hit, I hit one of my best bets. I uh, lost the other one, but it was a pretty good week. Anyway. Long shots this week. So you did like the uh, Cardinals as your best bet. Well, let me just say, first and foremost, this was one of the hardest long shot picks I've had to make this season because looking at this slate for week 12, I feel like Vegas was like pretty dead on here. I'm I'm siding with like almost every favorite this week. Now, I know it won't happen because it's football. Something stupid's going to happen, but and it'll probably screw me over my last leg on my parlay like it always does. But Still a really tough week. This was a really tough one for me. Um, but after looking at it, I'm like, I, I got to pick something. And I'm going to go with the Patriots over the Cardinals here with not a ton of confidence. But I could still see somewhat there being a way for the Redbirds to be upset in this game. The Pats did just come in off upsetting the Texans last week. And I think they have a chance to uh, upset the um upset the Cardinals in week 12. Um, I, you know, they did actually upset the Ravens uh, a couple weeks ago, like I said. Um, but, you know, we, we all know the Kyler Murray story this year. He's been amazing in just about every single way. Um, but if I'm looking at upsets, I'm going to look at injuries too. And, you know, he's still questionable. I know he's going to play. He's still saying, hey, I'm good. I'm 100%. I'm good to go. Of course he's going to say that. Why not? He's having a great season. He wants to keep it going. And there's no denying that the Cardinals are a better team. They are. There's 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 just no way around it. But the Patriots have been taking advantage of situations when they're present, like Lamar Jackson. He was he's been a struggling quarterback this year. And it I mean, you could totally see it when Lamar Jackson came into New England. You know, the Patriots did hold him pretty well, just like almost every other team, but still they held him pretty well. And both of these teams have a similar running game. Um, and they love to run, especially for touchdowns. Um, I, I, 
I think ultimately this is going to push the game to the under. It's going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be really tight. You got Kyler Murray, who's it was 10 rushing touchdowns this year. You got Cam Newton with nine. You know, these teams are really similar. And I think that they have various options here for running. I think, you know, the Pats still have an okay defense. I don't see Murray and Hopkins kind of like lighting it up as they have with Dallas and Seattle and the Jets and all these other crappy pass defenses this year. Um, you know, the Cards haven't really faced someone like Cam Newton this year. I think it'll be really interesting. The Cardinals have also given up an average of 32 points a game over their last four games. This is going to be a big deal, I think, uh, you know, if the Pats are going to upset the Cardinals at home. You know, Bill Belichick might have some tricks up his sleeve for this one and show Kyler Murray a taste of his own medicine. I, I really think that there is a chance the Pats could upset the Cards on Sunday, so that is going to be my upset. You know, I've never hated a pick as much as I hate this one. Um, <laughs> I do not see this happening. Cam Newton has not been able to throw the ball well at all. They rely heavily on that run. They just lost to the Texans. The Cardinals just lost to the Seahawks. Kyler Murray's going to have a great game. I think no matter what you say about him not having a great game here, I do. I never he, said he won't have a great game. You say he's not going to light it up like yes. he does with DeAndre Hopkins in the other games, and you're just really putting a lot of disrespect on the Cardinals this week, and I don't appreciate it. I love the Cardinals in this game. I'm going to double down on the Cardinals in this game, <laughs> and I, I think I'm going to put more money on the Cardinals because you're taking the Patriots in this one. Oh, um, yeah, I really don't like your pick at all, and um, super not excited to talk to you about this game if it doesn't go my way. Um, my long shot this week is going to be a Thursday game, and um, it's actually going to pick against your favorite team. I'm going the Washington football team over the Cowboys. I honestly can't believe that they are underdogs in this game. The Washington football team absolutely dismantled the Cowboys last time they played them. They actually almost, you know, Andy Dalton had it horrible. He got hit incredibly hard in that game and was almost out for a lot longer than he was. Andy Dalton played most of that game. Let's remember, Kyle Allen played most of that game. So it is going to be a weird matchup now that it's Alex Smith versus Andy Dalton. But I don't see the offensive line for the Cowboys holding up against this ferocious front four of the Washington football team. I think they are going to start getting on a little bit of a roll here and take down the Cowboys to get it to two straight wins. I know it's not a huge roll, but for the Washington football team, that is a big deal, getting two wins in a row. And I really think that, I mean, they are, they're in the NFC East. It's the worst division in football. Every team has three wins right now, and the only reason the Eagles are winning this division is because of a tie, because that's the most NFC East thing ever this year. But I really think the Washington football team thinks they have a chance in the playoffs, to make the playoffs at least. And I don't think the Cowboys are really going to come out and do much here. I know they beat the Vikings last week, and I know you're really excited, even though you bet against them in all of your bets. But I don't see the Cowboys being able to replicate that performance and uh, take down this Washington football team. I mean, who paid you to make this pick, especially live on the air? I mean... What 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 are you even this team this team has been has been born again, Matt. Oh this my god, team, here we go. No. Here comes the cowboy fan and you just coming out. <laughs> this team every team in this division has won three games. You know, the the you know the Eagles are sitting in first just because of a, a lonely tie, and man, if that's gonna decide the division, you will not see me for months. I will I will disappear for a while. You will not hear from me. The Cowboys know that they're right here, even after all they have been through this season. Losing Dak was 
more than I mean, that's that's like losing five players on a team for this football team. The, the Cowboys looked really good. They this team, I think, you know, if I'm looking back at, you know, the Steelers schedule, I can't think of another team that actually came closer to beating the Pittsburgh Steelers for the first time this season than the Dallas Cowboys. They've either looked really good or really bad this year, but the last few games, I honestly, I've liked where the Cowboys are going. I know Andy Dalton got absolutely shredded against the Washington football team in, you know, that first game that he played. He's coming back. He's looked up, you know, I'm not saying he's looked that great. He hasn't, he really hasn't looked that great, but the Cowboys are still a really good team. Um, I'm sure you've heard the Cowboys did uh, their strength coach actually just passed away yesterday. Marcus Paul. I'm sure you heard the news. It's been all over ESPN. Um, I, you know, he died at 54. I, I know that's that definitely is going to sit with some of these players this game. I think they're going to be on a mission to win this one for him. I, you know, the Cowboys are playing at home. The Cowboys know that, you know, every single game, especially against a division opponent uh, opponent, it means a lot, and I really think the Cowboys are just like the Raiders. They're on a mission this year, and you know whether they've been through this or this, you know they they have something to prove. Everyone's going to think of them as the underdog for every single week. That's just how it's going to be. And I know you probably hear like the Cowboys like you know fandom in my voice right now, but I really, I truly believe the Cowboys are going to pull this one out. So I know you hate my uh, my Patriots pick over the Cardinals, which I, again, wasn't too happy to pick. But when the Cowboys win this game, I'm going to make you wear a Cowboys jersey on our next podcast. Let's make it our water bet. Let's bet against each other. Let's do everything on this game. Let's just let's let's bet our friendship on this game. Actually, I will take a water bet on this one. I don't know how we bet a friendship on this because one of us will win and one of us will lose. But I do not will never wear a, a, a Cowboys jersey. I just. And not a big fan of the Cowboys, and uh, I will take the water bet on this one because I am taking the Washington football team all the way. <laughs> um, all right, well, we're going to move on to Parlay Paul's favorite segment, and it's Parlay of the Week. Parlays of the Week. Uh, everybody knows this is Parlay Paul's favorite segment, so we always like to leave him last so he can think about a good parlay for you. I know it'll be a probably 18-team parlay knowing him this week, but uh, I will start us off. It'll be a pretty small parlay, guys. Um, Almost had it last week, but this one, I'm going to go simple. I'm going to get back on track. I like the Cardinals money line over the Patriots. I know you guys heard earlier that Parlay Paul is taking the Patriots, so this is why I'm doubling down and putting the the Cardinals in my parlay as well. Um, Cardinals money line, I'm taking the Dolphins money line. Um, the Dolphins are playing the Jets again. Uh, Dolphins last time they played them won 24 to zero. So I see this as a nice little money line win there. I'm not trusting them on the points though. So I'm just going to go money line. And my last leg of this parlay is Saints money line over the Broncos. Taysom Hill was fantastic last week for the Saints. And as a Saints fan, very excited for uh, the future potentially with him. Or Jameis Winston, don't really know what way we'll go as a team, but really like how the Saints are looking. That defense looks amazing. I mean, absolutely just stopped the Falcons stone cold in their tracks last week. And I really just don't see the Broncos moving the ball very well in this game. I think you could take the spread. Uh, The formula says take the spread, but I'm going just to take the money line on those. $20 will make you $63 
I know it's not a big parlay. I know it's not a massive one that Parlay Paul is about to probably throw at you. But it's a safe parlay. Um, I've been missing it by one team on four-leg parlays, so I'm moving it down to three. Uh, my three favorite ones, and those are them. So I like Cardinals, Moneyline, because um, I'm going against Parlay Paul, of course. And then I'm going Dolphins, Moneyline, and Saints, Moneyline. Yeah, I mean, pretty much every time I miss by one leg, uh, you know, the next week I like to add another leg. You know, just 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 keep it going. I mean, right, I, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it yeah, really I mean, makes it you know, more sense to, to hit it, it does, next it, time. It makes total sense. I see the logic. I mean, you know, just 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 keep doubling down on yourself. Eventually, you know, you're you're gonna hit. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I really like your parlay, um, except uh, the uh, Cardinals pick. Um, the, uh, the dolphins though, yes, you did say that they did beat the jets, uh, pretty, pretty well in their first game. But remember dolphins had Fitz magic. There was magic in that game. That's not going to be in this game. I mean, well, I, I sure, I sure hope we see him, especially after, uh, after last game where he had to almost save us in the, uh, I mean, he couldn't save us, but he tried to save us in the fourth quarter. Are you telling me you think the, the Joe Flacco jets are going to beat the dolphins? No, absolutely not. Okay. I'm spread spread wise. I did not take really the spread. Unre- That's just why I took the yes. money line. Yes. Right, right, right. I'm just I'm just saying, like they they looked really good. They sh- absolutely they shut the Jets out, actually. Okay. Um, I was in, just in double checking to make sure you weren't going with the Jets on this one. I'm not I'm not totally losing my mind this week. Don't worry. Okay. Um anyway, let's get to uh let's get to my parlay. Money Matt. Have I told you what my favorite thing to do on Thanksgiving is? Probably bet parlays. It, yeah, man, you got it. It's 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 to bet a nice simple parlay to pay off for my parlay on football Sunday that I'm going to give you guys. Um, so yep, that's right. I'm going to give you a Thanksgiving parlay special gift for me to you, so you can place my parlay that I'm going to give you uh, after that um, on Sunday. So um, I was really bummed because I had the Steelers in mind and their the game got postponed, so they're not going to be playing on Thanksgiving. Um, so that was in it, but, um, you know, I decided, okay, I guess I got to go with a nice and boring two team parlay. Wow. Which, and you were making fun of me for a three team parlay. Let's hear it, it. I only have three options on Thursday or sorry, two options on Thursday. So, um, you know what? You got to give it to me. So I'm going Texans money line and you know what? I had originally said tease the Cowboys plus four and a half. Cause that was my safe option. But you have literally fueled my passion for the Cowboys once again. Take the Cowboys on the money line. I do not care what money Matt says. The Cowboys are on a mission. They are going to win this game. They're going to get their fourth one of the year. They're going to be leading in the NFC East on Thursday. It's going to look fantastic. I'm going to wear my Dak Prescott jersey. It's going to look great. So forget the tease. Just do a Texans money line to Cowboys money line. Um, I'm not quite sure how much that pays because I'd originally had Cowboys plus four and a half, but Money Matt has pissed me off once again, guys. So, yep, that's just a quick and easy two-team parlay to pay off for the seven-team parlay that I'm going to give you on Sunday. Um, it's a it's a nice, easy uh, seven-team money line. No stress with spreads. Didn't want to have to worry about it, so I just did all money line. This one I'm actually really pumped about. I... I think i'm gonna put a little bit more than 20 on it like i usually do but um i like the browns money line raiders dolphins giants saints rams and packers all money line that's browns raiders dolphins giants saints rams packers that's 20 dollars to pay 181 i love all of those games i do not see those teams losing 
Um, I, I'm all over that. And you know what? That uh, parlay that you're going to hit on Thursday, you're going to be able to pay it off. Um, right there, easy. I mean, pay for at least half of it. Um, you know, pay it off. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. You know, go crazy. Go shop. Whatever you guys want to do. Um, but, you know, guys... I know the Cowboys have not given you much of a reason to trust them this year. And I even said a few weeks ago, I think I'm going to have to stop betting on this team. I like what I've seen lately. Parlay Paul is, is, is all over the Cowboys again. Money Matt has made me angry and I swear I'm not just doing this out of anger. I'm doing this because I really like the Cowboys on Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, Parley Paul, that first one will pay you a profit of 31 so a $51 total on a $20 bet. I love that you're going against me in your first parlay because that just makes me even more excited that it's going to hit. So I appreciate that. Um, we're going to move on to our last segment, and it's Bad Beats of the Week. Bad Beats of the Week for Week 11 action. Some of the weeks when we have bets on them, you really don't have a lot of bad beats, but last week was definitely one of those weeks where a lot of games came down to the wire and there was a lot of fluky plays at the end that may have changed the line or cost the line for a lot of gamblers out there. So Parlay Paul, let's hear what your bad beat was last week. I mean, speak for yourself, Money Matt. I know that you didn't have too hot of a week, but Parlay Paul sure did. I mean, yeah, I here, was, we I was, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I was pretty much dead on last week. Um, I had I had most of my picks hit, except uh, you know you did give me your best bet, the uh, Miami Dolphins. I did put them on the money line, and that one did not hit. I was super bummed about that. But uh, my bad beat. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, one of my best bets. Actually, it was the uh, Packers plus two and a half, and. You know, I'm super bummed I did not say when I gave you guys this best bet to buy a point, make it three and a half, because I 99% of the time will say buy a point, make it a field goal, and I did not do that, and that is why I just lost. Um, Luckily, I didn't listen to you last week, so I did buy that point, so thank you for yeah. not giving me that advice. I appreciate that. Of course, of course, of course. Um, the, uh, you know, the Packers looked fantastic in the first half. I was feeling really good, both on offense and defense. Rodgers, you know, looking great with three touchdown passes. Um, I was liking what I was seeing. And then the second half happened. I mean, everything in the second half, it just was going from bad to worse. Colts got their daily interception. Then they got Rodgers to fumble the ball. Uh, you know, Packers just could not move the ball down the field for their life in that second half. They did not get a first down until halfway through the fourth quarter. And then their only score in the whole second half was a game-tying field goal to send it into a frustrating overtime that I had to sit through. Um, you know, Packers win the coin toss in overtime. I'm like, here we go. This is it. This is this is the start you want in overtime. And takes just two plays for Valdez Scantling to fumble the ball and say, screw you, Parlay Paul. Set up this easy field goal for Blankenship to uh, to kill my hopes and dreams. Uh, for sweeping the weekend. Thank you, Packers, for once again breaking my heart. Um, I love you, Aaron Rodgers, but I mean, it's really not totally your fault. But this was a this was a rough game if you actually did have the Packers plus two and a half. Yeah, uh, that was definitely a rough one if you didn't buy that extra point. Luckily, I did, but I do feel for all those betters that uh, did not choose to buy that extra point. I know we say that a lot of the times, guys, but make sure you guys are buying that point. That point is super important, like you said, with that game and other games where you do buy a point 
or in my instance where I did buy points and I still lost, and my bad beat was the Chargers and Jets. The formula said, you know what, take Jets plus 9.5. I said, you know what, I have the Chargers winning, so I'm just going to buy a few points, make myself feel comfortable, get it down to 6.5. I know it's a less less of a payout, but obviously you'd rather win than make a couple extra dollars. You know what I mean? Well, Chargers, I have them at 6.5. They're up 8 points. There's 8 seconds left in the game. The Jets are down eight points, fourth down. You think they're just going to punt the ball, the game's going to end. Not the not the Chargers. Not the Chargers. they got to make it a one-possession game because they love winning or losing a game by one possession. <laughs> and they decide to punt the ball, but instead of punting the ball, they make their punter run around in the end zone to try to kill the eight seconds. Well, the Chargers being the Chargers, we're not even successful at that. And he got thrown out of bounds with one second left, and they still had to kick off to the Jets, which would have been the exact same thing as punting the ball to them on fourth down. <laughs> but instead, no, they screw every single person that bet it down. I mean, I know you had it at 7.5. I had it at 6.5. I know a lot of bettors who bet it down to 8.5 or 8 because they felt more comfortable at that. And all of those bettors that bet it down to 8 or less lost because of special teams on the Chargers. I know I shouldn't expect anything less from the Chargers. They have broken my heart more times than anybody else in my life this season. I mean, every time I bet on them, they lose in some weird fashion or don't cover in some weird fashion. But Chargers, thank you very much for not covering, and I will not be betting on you anytime soon in the future. You know, it was it was really, really funny. I mean, it, it, I mean, it wasn't funny, but I was sitting down watching that game, watching the final minute, thinking like, and we did this like we got it this is this is this is what we want this is why we buy our points to save ourselves from you know just this unnecessary bs in the fourth quarter as soon as that happened i was just thinking i'm waiting for money matt's call i mean i got it immediately you just said hey parlay paul did you see that i'm like dude i can't believe it that was that was a horrible beat just a horrible unnecessary beat i mean they're all unnecessary but that one was just horrific i hated watching that that will that will just go down as one of the worst beats i think in 2020 um yeah that was not a fun one yeah special teams has gotten me two weeks in a row actually because i had the cardinals (laughs) last week where they didn't kick the pat on special teams and this week i have a punter who just runs around in the end zone and gets a safety so horrible (laughs) two weeks of special teams uh bad beats hopefully we don't make it a trend and i don't have a third week uh parley paul last words for the viewers and guests out there what do you got for us well i want to wish everyone a happy thanksgiving uh especially to those who bet my parlays um stick with me every week for the other guys i don't really care you guys can do whatever you want um uh yeah you could have a very average plain and boring thanksgiving like the single game tickets that you bet i mean seriously I, i really i really could care less um you know, I did hit a few parlays last week. I did not give you guys the right one, but you know, let's 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 pray. Let's you know, I feel like my twelve teamers coming soon. Um, you know, have a really good Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope I hope that you guys stay with me. Um, you know, we're all in this together. Like I said, um, I really I really do love you guys. We're all in this together. Uh, he wasn't able to play that last week in the car. I know he wanted to play that high school musical in the car and blast it, but hopefully this week he's able to do that. And uh, 
as always, we're thankful for you guys, especially during this time of year. Thankfully, we got our listeners and uh, everybody that likes to listen to our podcast. Make sure you guys are also following us on all of our social media. We got TikTok, we got Instagram, we got Twitter. It's at the Big D Picks, P I C K S for picks. We give away free picks on there, guys, for all of the favorite sports. So we got obviously the NFL, we got college football, we've got college basketball starting up so be on the lookout for those as well we got free i said i'll say it one more time free picks in there for you guys um fun videos to watch too so make sure you guys are watching those and uh, make sure you guys are tuning in to us every single week for all of your betting needs once again money matt parlay paul we'll see you guys next week